Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. From the newsroom to the nursery, we're juggling a demanding career on live TV with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. And I'm Karen. They are anchor moms. Welcome into another episode of Anchor Moms, your favorite mom, working mom. Duo. Duo. I didn't know where you were going. <laughs> podcast. Oh, podcast. Okay. <laughs> Katie, um, it always amazes me that I feel like the holidays have literally just happened and then people are already, what summer camps are you signing mm-hmm. up for? I mean, I'm not kidding you. Some friends were like, Happy New Year, but but have you thought about summer camps yet? These are Asheville people? Or? Yes, oh, yes. Okay. But I think it's something that I've seen other moms, mm-hmm. even outside of Asheville, posting about it. It is unbelievable that it's this fast that it happens. January 1st. I mean, some of them I know here in Asheville opened on January 1st and were full. full in hours. Yeah. And Gregory was like, wait, do we need to get on that? And I was like, I, I can't. Like, I just don't have the bandwidth right now. To do it, it, you know, I'll get there someday. But if if our kids miss those camps, so be it. I I just, it's just, who knows what we're doing in seven months. It just feels so early to be planning. And then we have this big discussion for our family in particular. Okay, I mean, it's, you know, I don't know for listeners how much it costs where you live. But here, it's, I would say, on average, 400 a week. Yeah. Would yeah. you say for like a, a normal all day uh, camp? I think so. And it depends on which ones you're doing, Karen. I, um, because I've already, I told you, we were like, mm-hmm. you know, before we hit record, I was like, oh yeah, I've already looked into just when I've narrowed it down and I've right. already looked into when they when open. They open. Mm-hmm. Um, now, not all of them open on January 1st, Correct. but some do. I saw it. I saw it mm-hmm. on like the Asheville mm-hmm. Moms mm-hmm. Facebook post. Yeah. And I was like, it is, isn't it kind of funny as like a mom, like you just get through you just got the through. stress mm-hmm. of the holidays. You can't even, you haven't even like, I, I hadn't even gone back to work yet and started seeing, like I hadn't even returned to work from the holidays. And I started seeing posts about this because mm-hmm. it's like, what's the next thing we have to oh, worry about? Oh, you got through Christmas and made your Christmas perfect and magical yes. for your children. Now plan their summers. Yeah. Um, so, and I, I will say this. I, um, we, you know, Brian and I work full time. And so our wonderful nanny is there in the summer. And last year, in the past couple of years, I mean, River's only, she'll be six this summer. Um, the last two two summers, like we have signed her up for a couple of half-day camps, like, here and there, but also we're paying our nanny. And I just said this, Brian and I both agreed, like, River's going to do a couple of camps this year, but I don't want to have to pay. It's hard to pay yeah. mm-hmm. for childcare and then camps because, obviously, River's an only child. Like, you want her to have, like, some social interactions. Right. But this year, I'm kind of like, I just, and then I worry about transportation because, like, nanny is trying to drop her off at one place, and then I'm, like, trying to rush home from work to, like, pick her up in, an, in mm-hmm. another place. It's mm-hmm. just too much. Yeah. So um, that being said, I have like there's like five or six like week 
camps that I'm going to like try to sign her up for. And I'm already like, a- I, like that a little bit like anxious. That seems like a lot. Five? Yeah, but not just like, just week camps, right? Like I'm okay. not going to find, like I'm going to sign her up for mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe like two and she gets out of school early, two in June, maybe mm-hmm. like, and you're right, probably not six, maybe like four. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just so she can do like maybe two weeks in June, two weeks in July, and maybe two in August, that kind of right, thing, you right. know? Yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's interesting, you kind of made this point too, but we're like doing the math game, you know, 400 bucks a week yeah. times three kids, that's $1,200 a week. What would we pay the nanny? And our situation is too, we have Sam, who's too young to go to any of yeah. these camps. I mean, River and Bennett just like last year, this year are mm-hmm. able, because some of them, I remember last year were, you had to be a rising kindergartner, mm-hmm. so Bennett couldn't go. Um, so then it's like, well, if you're already going to have the nanny for the baby, then may as well. Anyway, so we've, we've decided, yeah, we're going to try to get a nanny for the summer and then we'll let them do, yeah, one or two of the things they're interested mm-hmm. in. But I mean, we have friends who literally do a camp a week and I just don't understand how you even pay for it. Well, because I think they have no choice. Like well, that's right. the problem they, is if right. your yeah. parents both work full time, yeah. you, and it's hard finding childcare, by mm-hmm. the way, ain't easy, like right. dependable childcare. Cause mm-hmm. like usually that's somebody who like comes into your house, right? Like right. you're not, there's no like, well, I don't know, maybe there is, but as far as I know, like you're not dropping them off for like a day, like a summer daycare right. specific thing. It's like, it's hard to find somebody like reliable who's mm-hmm. going to come like June through August. Yeah. I mean, so, I may be foolishly thinking it'll, we'll be able to find, I'm hoping to get like a college kid mm-hmm. who's home for the summer mm-hmm. and maybe in our neighborhood or something who could just be good. But yeah, I mean, you're right. As I'm saying this, when we make the decision to go nanny, we're making the decision to rely on somebody who I don't even know who said person is yet. Well, you're not alone, though, right? Like you're not alone. But But, I mean, when you do the math for multiple children for that, I mean, I'm just floored at how expensive these camps are. What did your parents do when you were a kid? My mom wasn't. Oh, okay. Because I would, I, you know, my mom. uh, What did you do? Worked full time and we had yeah. a babysitter. Yeah. And yeah. I, we had a babysitter who would come, and a couple of them, like I had a niece or not a niece, uh, my mom's niece, a cousin, like mm-hmm. an older cousin right, who right. would come um, and like do like Monday and Friday and mm-hmm. then like a neighbor who would come like Tuesday and Thursday. Like mm-hmm. it was just, yeah, I think. Yeah. And, you know, but we were in and we had like, yeah, I mean, my mom worked it out, but. And, you know, it's funny when you're a kid, you have like no concept. Right, and now I'm right. like, what did she do with like these two kids while she was like mm-hmm, working full time for, mm-hmm. I don't know, like when can you kids, when can kids like stay home for the summer by themselves? You know, that's a good question. I think, I don't know, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. I don't know. Somewhere in there, I would say. It's kind of crazy to think about leaving your 12 year old home by themselves. Maybe that's wrong. Summer. I have no idea. No, I mean, it sounds about right. I think that's probably I also right. don't know. We just took the backs of the kids' booster seats down. Mm. And they're eight and seven. So I'm pretty sure that could have been done a while ago. Yeah. We just kind of forgot. I that. don't know. I That's have... another one of those that I'm always like, what, 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 when is, what is the rule on I that? Know. Like, I just yeah. don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But um, yeah, I mean, I this will be an ongoing conversation mm-hmm. is it just summer is, camp signups, my friend. It just friends. is shocking to me that it's like you just have gotten through. Mm-hmm. And it feels like, you know, January 1st, mm-hmm. really? For things in August, mm-hmm. wow, mm-hmm. you know. Whew. Anyway, good luck of, to you for all of you. May the may the luck be with you. Yeah, 
on your side. Sign may up. may you may you find some camps and get your children some childcare and not lose your job. That's right. This summer. Uh, it also really does make you want to be a teacher, doesn't it? Sometimes. You know, yes, for the time off, but then I think your Lord I in heaven. Mm-hmm. Can you like River has 22 kindergartners in her Oof. class. Now she has a a teaching assistant, but like Mm-hmm. That's a, my, like my one five-year-old is a lot mm-hmm. on a regular basis. How about 22 of them? Oof. Five days a week. Okay, I guess we'll keep our jobs. Yeah, I got And it. just pay for some. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this first article is from CNBC. I'm a psychologist and mom. Here are three phrases I wish more parents would say to their kids. Um, you know, I love these articles. It's mm-hmm. like, tell me exactly what mm-hmm. to do. Um, the first one, I see you are angry and I understand why. I think this is great. Well, let me go through all of them, and then we'll <laughs> then we'll go back. Sorry. Uh, the second one, I care about how you feel, and I will help you get through this. What can we do right now? The third one, how big is your anger right now? Mm-hmm. I love all of these. I think um, anything. I, I I really struggle when my parent when my parents when my kids rather are in the middle of a meltdown tantrum. Um, it's just, it can be so difficult to reason with them and to talk with them and to make them see that whatever they're upset about is really not that big of a deal. But I love these questions and and comments because I think that they really help us get on the same level as our kids and not um, uh, make their issues seem smaller. You know, I, I, I feel like you're always so tempted to be like, this isn't a big deal. Calm mm-hmm. down. This is silly, you know, and I love that these are targeted more at this is a big deal for you. I understand that. I understand you're angry. How can we deal with this? Um, and I just I, I don't know, but I don't think those types of phrases and conversations were going on when we were no. kids. And I like this new push to really not necessarily say that behavior is OK, but just kind of say, OK, what why what is the source here and how can we fix it? The how big is your anger right now? I've never thought about. And I think that's a very great one. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I need to try this on my children and and report back. But I think that uh, that's a good way of just kind of letting them know that I I see that you're angry. And like, is this a small thing? Is this a big thing? Like, where are we? No, I like this. I mean, I think this goes back to what we talk about a lot on this podcast is not just your children. All humans in general want to feel validated. validated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you say stuff like, yeah, I can see that you're angry. Like, I totally get it. I understand why. I like, hey, I want you to know I care about how you feel. And like, let's get through this together. I mean, these are good tips, not just mm-hmm. for your kids, but like for your spouse, mm-hmm. for your coworkers, for mm-hmm. your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I like about this article is it talks about um, just like, that our children cannot learn how to manage their anger unless they see us doing it first. Mm-hmm. So it's just a good reminder to, like, keep these in mind when you're angry, mm-hmm. right? Um, or when your spouse is angry that, you know, these are good things to say to other people. And maybe your kid sees you modeling that. And also just to sort of, like, deal with your own anger as well, which obviously is, like, easier said than done. Just right. like everything in life. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think there's a big push right now to help kids navigate their emotions um, as opposed to just like pushing stuff under the rug because I feel like Mm -hmm. research has shown 
that that makes for better adults is people mm-hmm. who are willing to pay attention to their own emotions and sort of manage their own emotions. Yeah. And, you know, I think about there's this term that's used a lot now, deeply feeling children or a deeply feeling child. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that? I have. I, they mention it in this article. Yeah. Especially um, deep feelers will mm-hmm. appreciate some of these. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I have a couple of deep feelers. And I also realized that I am a deep feeler. Really? Yes. Yes. I think so. I think so. Really? That's real. Like, I never have thought of myself. Like, right? I've never tried to figure out if, like, me, myself is well, a deep Well, it's funny feeler. because I'm trying to help my deep-feeling children and, you know, talking about these parenting articles and thinking about things and try to figure out how they can handle their big emotions mm-hmm. when they have them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started thinking about it and was like, you know what? Uh, they get that from me. Mm-hmm. I'm a deeply-feeling person person mm-hmm. not a child anymore but <laughs> um, uh, yeah and so I think that and I actually said to one of my kids yesterday I'm sorry you get this from me mm-hmm. but this is why I feel big things and I can be a little bit emotional and I'm not always great at mm-hmm. handling it but I'm trying to and one thing I don't do is pull your hair so you know <laughs> let's let's not do that uh, that's not the answer. Um, no, but I, I, it's just, it was kind of eye-opening when I realized yeah. that I think that I'm a deeply feeling person. Of course, that wasn't a phrase when we were little. No. I don't, would have never been, like, labeled or classified mm-hmm. as that. Um, but it kind of, as, as so many things in parenting, I feel like when you have those sort of uh, realizations, it helps you, hopefully, with your yeah. children. Right. Uh, to deal with whatever they're going through. But I like it. That's, like, a good... Revelation. Like I said, I, I never think, stopped to like consider. Don't you think I, I am now that you think about it? I don't know. Well, let me think about it a little bit more because okay. I I don't know. I got to think about it. Let me let me marinate on it and okay. I'll get I'll get back to you. Um, yeah, it's it is kind of interesting. I definitely think River is a is a uh, deeply feeling kid, and I do mm-hmm. think it can be tricky. Yes, like sometimes her emotions are the opposite of what I anticipate. I know mm-hmm. we talk about like Doctor Becky. If you mm-hmm. are into like um, I don't know. Uh, Influencers are on uh, social media. Uh, Dr. Becky is parenting. About parenting, yeah. yeah. She talks about um, deep feelers a lot. And sometimes the stuff that she'll, like, examples she'll give, I'm like, that's River mm-hmm. to a T. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'm, I'm surprised, like, I'm surprised about River's, like, reaction to certain things. And then I'll see Dr. Becky say something and I'll think, like, yeah, that was, like, spot on. Mm-hmm. And I did not understand mm-hmm. it at the time. So, anyway. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Uh, are we, would you guys like some... I would love mom, 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 Okay, uh, this is our mom's the word section. This is where we give some like, I don't know, some products or some tips that uh, might make your life a little bit easier. Karen always gives good parenting, um, like products and tips and advice. Mostly just, yeah, and things I that always, I can keep my children busy, busy right. with. And I always give um, like very superficial um, 
<laughs> things I that I don't think so. Things that you know you really don't uh, need in your life, but you're gonna want in your life. Mm-hmm. So I and mean, this one is no exception, my friends. I I love yours, and I feel like usually, <laughs> uh, oftentimes, I buy them. So well, this is like that's what makes us like good. We're like mm-hmm. a yin and yang. Mm-hmm. Like we're the mm-hmm. you know we, here's what a, your kids need. Here's what you need. Right. Right. Exactly. Um. So. If you've been watching, listening to the podcast, you know that I stopped going. To, I stopped getting my nails done. Oh yes, done. yes, yes. How, how's that been going? <laughs> it was a very yeah. momentous. Are you surviving? What's happening? Momentous occasion in my life. Uh, it's been about six months. I am surviving. Um, I, I am love surviving. That you know how long it's been. <laughs> it's been six months. <sighs> since my nails were done again I mean you know I never wanted to shy away from self-care you know how like some people moms like especially on Instagram again are always like I just feel like I need a little like self-care I've just been bad about taking care of myself I'm like nope nope I'm I'm nailing it there not me killing it killing it get three massages a week loving it not me um anyway these come from one of our mutual friends um Mm -hmm. I had seen her out. It's Allison, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, I had seen her out a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, what's happening with your nails? They look very good. And she was like, they're press-on nails. And I was like, what? Stop. They look so good. So they're Glamnetic. Um, glamnetic.com is the website. Yeah, but you don't have them on well, right now. Well, I don't now. have them on right now. Okay. Um, because they're kind can of— Can you take them on and off? You can, well, you you know, they last about, I don't know, like I would I'm, say— I'm like no, I have no knowledge of this okay. whole thing. So they're basically the press-on nails of your grandmother. I okay. remember how, yes, you yes. know, when you were like a kid, people use press-on nails. Same thing. Glue, whatever. But they come in really fun shades and shapes, like all the trendy colors and mm-hmm. designs that you would want right now. Um, and I would say the box says they last two to three weeks. I think probably a week at best without having to glue on another nail. To be honest, they like fall off. You got to glue them back on. So I think these are probably best for... An event, mm-hmm. a vacation. A I don't yeah. think these are the type of thing that you're going to, you know, keep putting them on over and over right, again. Like, right. oh, use one set, take them off, you know, put another set on. I think these are more of like... If you have a fancy a, thing coming up and you want some fun nails, do this. These are like occasion specific. So like I had them on before Christmas, mm-hmm. but then I took them off the week of Christmas because we were like traveling and doing a whole bunch of stuff. And I like didn't want to have to mm-hmm. worry about the upkeep of them or like what they were going to look like in like a week or so. So anyway, um, I, they're like, you know, they run less than $25. It just re- okay. re- depends on like what design you want, which ones Where you want. Where do you want. get them? You can get them on Amazon, but you can also get them on glamnetic.com um, is, you know, the, the company website, which I would recommend just because there's more of a selection. But I have to tell you, people like I wore them and then people were like, oh, my gosh, I love your nails, you know. And I was like, oh, you know, I didn't tell them that they were press on nails. Um, but what I like about these, too, is that you once you put them on, you can, like, file them and shape them mm. and make them shorter. Um, you can do whatever you want with them. And they they were pretty good. They stayed on a pretty long time. Like, I would say within a week, like, one popped off. Mm-hmm. And this is a pro tip from our friend. I just kept some nail glue, um, like, in my purse and just, like, glued that sucker right back mm-hmm. on. And this is what I love about it. It's cheap. It's so much cheaper than getting your nails done. And I mean, is it? I feel like a manicure is like 30 bucks. You have not gotten a manicure. I mean, this is like I'm talking about like if you were to get like dip, like a dip oh, nail or like a, a gel a nail yes, okay. there. It is not. It's not 30 bucks. Um, the old fashioned manicure is 30 bucks. 
I don't know because it's been so long. I mean, I don't. How, I don't how get about inflation? I don't know. Have you? Are you like? Well, I, all I know is the last time I got a pedicure, it was thirty bucks. It was thirty bucks. Yeah, and I, can't I don't imagine know. a manicure would be more. <clears throat> but anyway, this is cheaper, um, and I just feel like it takes less time. Like mm-hmm. that was one of the reasons you don't have to like make an appointment and yes. go do it. Cost aside, that was one now, of the reasons I stopped doing my nails just because I got tired of having to sit at the nail salon for like an hour and a half, like every two to three weeks. I just was done with it. Now, talk to me about the taking off process. Okay, so you soak them in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. warm water mm-hmm. um, and this is the other part thank you for mentioning this well, the, one of the things I like about them is they do not destroy right. your natural okay. nails that was my question yeah like you know when you're doing gel nails or like that dip um, you know you dip it in the powder it, it like kills your natural nails so it takes and I know because I just did this it takes like three months to get them mm-hmm. back to normal these mm-hmm. they pop right off the glue comes right off and like you know you're good to go so. okay I like it okay there you go um, this, uh, our second article comes, uh, from the New York Post. Yep. And, um, parenting children can extend your life. People with children live longer, study finds, but there's the caveat here, but only this many kids. So they did this study, um, a 2023, uh, December study, and they found that, um, people who have children, most notably, broods of two have a longer life a longer life expectancy than childless folks. Having two kids corresponds to the longest lifespan, in part noting that folks who became parents have a five to ten percent longevity advantage over childless people. So we we neither of us win. Correct. <laughs> Having fewer, i.e., one. Or more kids, i.e. Karen, for lower your lifespan. Well, darn. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Ah, well. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was shocking to me that, that it said it can extend your life to 76. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? wait, what is the average? The average is 72. That seems for women? young to me. For uh, That's what they are just in general. Um. The average life expectancy right now is 72, and according to this article, if you have two kids, it would extend it to 76. But I was expecting to live to, like, 90-something. Really? Yeah. Doesn't 72 or 76 seem young? Yeah. 72 seems young. 76, okay. 90? Like, you are expecting, you think that you will live until you're 90. Well, I don't know, but... But obviously, but but, but I would I would like to live along. I don't know. I guess seventy six made me think. Oh, well, wait a minute. That's only thirty five more years. Mm-hmm. Surely I got more than that left in the <laughs> tank, right? <laughs> that makes me sad thinking that right. that's not that much longer. Um, I would be perfectly happy living till seventy six. That would be. Yeah? That sounds okay. good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think. <laughs> Listen, I'd be perfectly happy, like, living till 42 at this point. Um, I Yeah, I think 76 seems like, you know, you still maybe get around. Me. I mean, by the time you're 90, unless you're, like, the exception to the rule, like, ooh, things are things are a little tough. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I mean, I need to start stretching, too, huh? I would do want to leave. Maybe. Yeah, right? Exactly. Um, um, the interesting thing about this article is it says two kids— Equals the longest lifespan because the balance mm-hmm. is good between the amount of social interactions, but not too much economic or physical burden. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was kind of noteworthy. 
Like, that's why two is the magic number, because you got some kids, but you don't have too many kids. But, you, you know, it's right. like it was because the whole time I'm reading this, I'm like, why two? Why that number? Right. But you don't have so many kids that you're poor. Basically. So it's like, <laughs> yes, previous studies found that people with children tend to have and this just says children, doesn't mm-hmm. specify a number, mm-hmm. to have more social interactions, mm-hmm. such as interactions with other parents and teachers and higher social contact, you know, and social interaction is linked to um, a longer, longer. life. Mm-hmm. And a 2017 report uh, discovered that kids aid in keeping their moms and dads' minds active in old age, adding a whopping two years to your life. So... And I think these are these are separate from the 2023 study mm-hmm. talking about the um, the two kids is like right. the magic number. So I, st- I still think there is some, some advantage um, about this. It's interesting. This article, if you're interested in this, also talks about just like the genetics of people yes. who are able to have four kids versus no kids or just one kid and the benefits or the drawbacks of what that means for your future health. Like what, mm-hmm. if you have like a gene that, you know, a good reproductive gene, what that could signal about your health in the future, which I was like, this now we're really in the weeds, but right, it is right. really interesting. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. So. so the last article today is from the Washington Post, the five absolute truths I've learned in 10 years as a parenting editor. I like this. This is a woman who spent 28 years at the Washington Post. Uh, She did a parenting column, and that was always her favorite. And she said, she kind of walks through the things that she thought were her biggest takeaways, both from, you know, she's, of course, interviewed and done research and talked to hundreds, maybe thousands of people during that time about parenting. So these are kind of the top things that she took away from all that, plus her own parenting journey. Um, But before I get into those five things, she said, one thing she wanted to point out, we will never understand it all, nor will we ever do it right. Not even close. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was kind of a good reminder that no matter how many articles we read or things we think we know or, you know options we try, different perspectives, all the things. We could do all the things, and it's still never going to be perfect. Right. right? Um, So the five big takeaways she learned, boundaries are good and your influence matters. Kindness and empathy are learned. Let them, kids, learn for themselves. It goes too fast. And helicopter parenting is real and detrimental. Mm Mm-hmm. Which one of those were your favorite? Um, I liked the um, the boundaries are good and your influence matters. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I sometimes have to remind myself, like, if you're parenting a five-year-old, you know, who asks mm-hmm. for everything all the time that, like, and River will actually say to me, you never say yes. And I sometimes feel, and I'm kind of a pushover mm-hmm. anyway, so she's a liar because that's not mm-hmm. true. But I sometimes, like, have to remember that kids really do want boundaries and structure. Mm-hmm. I've always been a stickler about like bedtime, that kind of stuff, because I really do think kids thrive mm-hmm. on that. So like I'm a hundred percent of a believer in that. The let them learn for themselves. I think it's incredibly hard, but probably very mm-hmm. difficult. Mm-hmm. And I do think helicopter parenting is very real. And I also think it is very hard not to intervene mm-hmm. in, in both like f- physical, tangible ways, like tying your kid's shoe and like 
putting their seatbelt, mm-hmm. you know, putting their seatbelt on when they're like old enough to put their mm-hmm. seatbelt on, mm-hmm. but also just in like social settings, school mm-hmm. settings, schoolwork settings. I find that really challenging. And I think it's like good to see this laid out here that, yeah, yeah, you need to. Yeah. yeah or yeah. You, you don't need to. Right. Intervene. Right. Right. Yes. Right. Um, I liked the kindness and empathy are learned. Mm-hmm. It said that, you know, so many of us are more concerned with achievements rather than caring for others. And I think that's true. I think totally that's true. true. Yes. And I think, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's just it's just kind of like the nature of it. Right. I think I, I think in general, it's always been. But I think maybe even more so right now in the age that we live, um, you know, you bring home a report card, you. Uh, did you score a goal in soccer? You know, there's just so many things that we do or that our kids do that we it's just easier almost to focus on those measures and, you know, um, celebrate those when really that's not what matters. Mm-hmm. Um, so this for me was a good reminder that, you know, those things not only are important, but like this says, are learned. We need to teach them that those are the things that matter. Um so yeah, I thought there were some really good tips. It's 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 always nice to hear from somebody who, as as a journalist, you know, I want to hear from another journalist who's like, okay, I've done all the research, I've talked to all the people. Here's my takeaway, you know, because I feel like I trust somebody who, for 28 years, this is what they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, because I feel like when I'm working on a big story or something, like you know, you gather all of the facts and all of the information, and then you can just make a really informed decision. I think based on that work so anyway I thought there was some good tips yeah this was a this is a good article and I do think it goes too fast and I do feel like Mm. that is one thing that I know and recognize and it makes me sad makes me sad yeah it does go really fast um uh so I have a win okay um a couple of weeks ago now uh we gave our children a trampoline for Christmas oh I keep meaning to ask you about this because Mm -hmm. uh I am very excited for your children. Yeah, we'll have to have a trampoline date. Yes. Um, so the the um, here's the reason it's a win. Now, when they get home from school, I can say, go out on the trampoline. Mm-hmm. And they go out there. This is only the three big kids. Sam's still at preschool at this point. But um, they they spend a lot of time out there. They spend a lot of energy out there. They're outside. They're playing together. Now, are they sometimes... I don't know, bouncing on each other, tackling each other, hitting each other. Yes. Is that good? Probably not. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. um, it is so nice that I think it does give them that outlet. Um, And it's wonderful to be able to get whatever I need to get done. They love it. It has been a huge, huge hit in our house. Now, I will say there is, you know, now all of them come with a net. So you can't fall out. I know. I had a trampoline as a kid. Mm -hmm. No net. You did? Wild. What? I know. Well, I remember kids would like bounce off and hit trees. Somehow they it, would like, yeah. they'd be like yeah. thrown 30 feet away from the trampoline. You'd be like, you all right? Okay, good. Come yeah, on back come home. Bring them on. No, yeah. come yeah. on back. Yeah. Um, well, it's funny because somehow that came up and Henry was like, wait, they didn't have them? And then, so now he's always like, back in the 80s when there was no nets on trampolines and life was great. You know, yeah. like, it's yeah. like, he, he's like, can we take this one down You're sometimes? Like, no. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's amazing we're alive, buddy. Um, 
Yeah, it's been a huge hit. Um, and I, you know, and of course, this is in the winter when it's cold. Like yesterday, they were jumping on there with hats and jackets. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my gosh, how are you? They're putting like three pairs of socks on because yeah. it's cold, cold out there. Um, so I'm, I can only imagine how much better it will be when the weather is warmer and, you know, we'll be able to sit out there and enjoy it. But if you're debating it, I say trampoline is a win because okay. the kids so far are loving it. Okay. I, I Listen, River loves a trampoline. Mm. Like when we go to friends' houses and they have a trampoline, she's like all, all over it. it. Well, we haven't really had many people over yet because it's been so cold, but we will definitely have, to have River Just over. let us know. Just give us the word yeah. and we'll be there. I might just, can I just drop, is it okay if yeah. I just drop River I off? mean, <laughs> you can come by any time and just come in our, like we come, we come home from an event and Katie's like, like we're ah, just like out there on the trampoline. Hey! We grabbed a beer and River's yeah. jumping, on the, jumping on the trampoline. Yeah. How are you guys? Yeah. That's funny. All right. We hope you have a great week, folks. Bye, guys. Ankle Moms. The podcast. Thanks for listening.